Hello and welcome to the Unofficial Clutch Podcast. I am your host, Matt, manager of the San Diego Armada, and we have a very special emergency episode of the podcast just announced in the Slack, coming out officially announced tomorrow. Uh, we have the Triple Crown LE set, and with me to discuss the set, we have the manager of the newly moved Sacramento Panthers, Navarre. How's it going? I'm doing well, thank you. It's, uh, ex- excited to move to California and ign- ignite the rivalry to another level between me and you. Oh, absolutely. That eight-hour eight car ride really gets a rivalry going. Bringing the bring in new, new, ta- new territory to the I-5 showdown. Yeah. So what is your initial thought to the Triple Crown set? It comes with Mickey Mantle, Ted Williams, Dwight Gooden, and Sandy Koufax, and not one, but two Strat cards. So I think right off the bat, these cards are incredible. I haven't gotten a chance to see the Strats yet, but I have seen the players. Uh, They're all super good. They are very pricey, but they are very good. I would agree. So let's start with Mickey and Ted Williams. They are very similar cards have the same on base, roughly the same outs on their chart, same single, same double, Mantle homers one less, more or less the same icons, although Mantle has one more, roughly the same fielding, roughly the same speed, Mantle is 55 points cheaper. Out of these two, which kind of intrigue card intrigues you the most? Um, I personally prefer the Ted Williams card over Mickey Mantle. He's 55 points cheaper. You do lose that MVP icon and one, one, one number off the home run, but you also gain an out. And l- losing center field defense is a lot more critical than losing left and right field defense um, because center field has a higher ceiling. Yes, essentially you are just missing two points from each each position, but it's a lot easier to find you know a cheaper center field plus five guy, someone like Buxton, who's only like 190, 195 to counteract that uh, two defense that you get from Ted Williams. Yeah. When I first looked at him, I was actually the opposite of you. I actually was initially intrigued by Mantle just because of that 18 homer and all the icons and he has 12 speed versus Ted's eight speed. But after we kind of talked a little bit and I looked at it more, I ended up uh, switching and now I have Ted Williams in my provincial uh, polar power lineup. So what, if you were to roster Ted Williams and you got to choose a stadium, what would that stadium be? Um, I think for Ted Williams, you almost have to go with uh, the new the new Yankee Stadium, which if I believe is correct, you uh, re-roll the highest fly ball on your chart for left-handed batters, which might be a little sacrilegious, you know, a Boston <laughs> legend fitting right in New York. But when you pair that with his chart, you're basically taking someone who's already one to two out and just turning into a one out, which is which is scary. It's already so difficult to get him out, and now it just makes it even even more difficult. Yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, there's a few others that make sense too: Chicago National Field, um, Boston Park, even kind of makes sense because at Boston you get plus one to the swing ninth inning or later. Uh, Chicago National, all batter and pitcher clutch applies first and second inning. So you get that uh, he has plus one clutch. And then even um, 
for Mickey Mantle, I think pro- there's there isn't as good of an option as Ted Williams, right? Like Ted Williams, we kind of looked and said, yes, definitely New York. But with Mickey Mantle, I think the best option is probably Detroit Park, where batters homer one number lower the first through third innings. So you get a 16 on base guy, switch hitter, 17 homer for hopefully two at bats. In the same vein as the Detroit Park, you could also go with Chicago. You get one less one less inning out of it. Um, but the flip side is, you know, since Mantle has the plus one clutch, he's adding to the swing, which effectively makes his home run one number lower. But it also makes his makes one out go away. You know, you can't do the one. It's only a two or three out you can get. I think what's interesting about Mantle is because he's a switch hitter and there's a few conditional parks. Uh, I think Cincy and the New York we just mentioned, he can't really fit into those because it's no, there's no guarantee that he's going to face the right hand in this pitcher. Yeah. And if you're going up against a good manager, they would probably notice that and avoid throwing a left-handed uh, pitcher against him. But yeah, the Cincinnati and, and um, New York would also work for him too. Although, not as good. New York is kind of nice for him though because if the if an opponent does run a right-handed pitcher, which is a lot more common, uh, he gets it on the batter and pitcher's chart. You uh, the highest fly ball on their chart to reroll. So that's that's kind of nice. So maybe uh, maybe even New York uh, would be good for him. Before we talk about the pitchers, what what is kind of the one thing that grabs your attention when you look at Mickey Mantle. What is the one st- thing, well, one stat or area of this card that makes you stop and consider his card? I'd say it's the 16 on base with the 18 plus homer. Uh, the first time we saw this was Mark McGuire during the 61 home run chase set. Uh, but what Mickey Mantle does is he he's basically that, but better. He's a lower out. He's faster. He can actually play defense <laughs> and then just, you add the, I think it's the MVP and runs icon gets thrown in there as well. And it, we all know how good Mark McGuire is. And with Mickey Mantle, you basically just added stats to that Mark McGuire card and it just makes something truly incredible. For me, for me, I, when I was looking at Mickey Mantle, I think it was the six, 16 double and 18 homers. Those are top of the line stats in this year's uh, your player pool. Also, I really like the 12 speed. Uh, it helps when you have a big, big hitter, but he doesn't clog up the bases with 12 speed between a strat card or even, you know, with two outs going home, you're getting either five or 10 added to his speed. That makes him very respectable running the bases. So for you, what, what caught your attention with Ted Williams? I'd say it's the six. Actually, what caught my attention is that he has 16 on base, just like Mickey Mantle, but he's 55 points cheaper. So I, I think something that we all do is we try to look for the value because you don't, you only have 6,000 points. So we all try to look for the value in players. And when salary comes into play, that's something you really have to consider when comparing the two cards. Absolutely. For me, it is the, the two out and the 16 on base. I mean, that's just crazy. Like I said, he's also a little cheaper as well. And Andy's a left-handed hitter too. I feel like having a lefty is a little more advantageous against uh, uh, pitchers because it feels like there's a lot more R plus pitchers than L plus. So that makes him a little cooler in that regard. 
We also don't have a ton of strong hitting lefties in the set. That's something I'm currently looking into because my two favorite cards are both righties. And having a lefty to stick in between them is very hard to come by. I think like the top one is Yelich. And then you get, you know, the Trouts, Giancarlo Stanton, like all these big thumpers are all righties until we get Bryce Harper in S2. So let's talk about the pitchers now. I feel like we're not as excited about these guys, <laughs> partially because we have Bob Gibson. We've already seen Bob Gibson in the set, and he is, you know, crazy OP with the 950 salary, the seven command, and the nine inning pitch. So even though these guys are great, I don't know. I feel like they're just not as, you know, they don't catch your eye as much as the 16 on base hitter. So we have Sandy Koufax, eight inning pitch, six command. L plus one MVP win K's all-star icon uh, one to 18 out one X 775 points. I mean, the obvious answer for him is you throw him in a rotation in Los Angeles national stadium, the national league, Los Angeles stadium. And you build him with like Kershaw or Bueller. I think that's a crazy combo as well. Yeah. I I think that's a no brainer. But additionally, Koufax actually jumped out at me because he's he's such a dominant card. And I don't think people realize just how good he is. Like everyone is freaking about about Greg Maddox, right? When we got him in gens. Oh, yeah. He has the same fielding. Swap the gold glove icon out for the all-star icon. Um, he does have one less command against righties, but other than that, they're the same card. And for all the people that aren't going to get to play with Max because he's no longer league eligible, Koufax is an incredible substitution. And it's like Maddox never left, except for now he is a lefty in Sandy Koufax. Yeah, and he's only 185 points more than Kershaw. So if you are running the Los Angeles Stadium, you know, bumping, upgrading from Kershaw to Koufax, you know, you could is relatively easy, right? Like you're, you're not have to go, you know, you're not talking about 300, three or 400 points to find somewhere and if you're crazy enough i I think there's enough like cheaper starters around the like 250 260 range that you could run koufax and kershaw and still keep your rotation around like the 2000 mark let's talk about dwight gooden for a second there was no real stadium we felt that was like an obvious really good fit for him i think any of the other stadiums you would use that are that help with pitching are good for him but there wasn't one that stood out like the other guys so far. With that being said, he is also eight innings pitched, 670 salary, six command, 1X MVP win, K all-star icon. Downsides to him, singles at 18, but he's only 670 points, which is well within the salary range of kind of an ace someone may normally use, right? Like, yeah. Scherzer is 665. So I would argue Scherzer has a better overall card than Gooden, but for only five points more, you're getting an extra inning. I think he still has some value in him. Yeah, I think on the surface, Dwight Gooden is a very good card, and you cannot you can't blame anyone for choosing him. Where I think he loses a little bit of his value is once you look at him in the database. Like you alluded to, Scherzer's only five points more, and his card is just kind of overall better. I think it's pretty easy between 
a, you know, a quality start and a fast worker to bump that seven innings up to an eight innings when you have, you know, six and a half command and a one to 18 out like Scherzer does, or even DeGrom, who is, you know, 40 points cheaper than Gooden. They have pretty much the same card except for uh, DeGrom shades out an inning for an extra out. Out of those four, if you were told, hey, you have to build your team around one of these guys, which which guy are you taking? Williams, Mantle, Koufax, and Gooden. And you were told you can choose one of these. You have to use one of these four players on your team. Which player would you choose? Um, well, one, that sounds like a nice little roster challenge for Reddit. <laughs> I, I, ooh, I like it. <laughs> we're going to have to conjure that one up. I'd, I'd say... It, it honestly depends. If I'm going pitching heavy, I'm decking Koufax. If I'm going, if I'm leaning towards hitting or if I have like hitting oriented stadium, I'm going with Ted Williams. Couldn't agree more. All right. Now we're going to talk about the strategy cards that come with this set. There's not one strategy card. There's two strategy cards. What I'm going to mm-hmm. do is I am DMing Navarre, the pitcher of the card. So we're going to, I'm going to hear his reaction and then we are going to discuss. All right. All right, I'll try not to be like boring <laughs> and like give you a genuine reaction. All right, so here we go. Hopefully, all right. Can I say the name of the card? Yeah, go for it. All right, hail to the king. It's an offensive card. Discard. Okay, discard three <laughs> cards. Okay, hold on, hold yeah, on. You, so you play it before the pitch too. Before the pitch, yeah. Discard three cards. Okay, what? Do you not discard if your batter has three or more? Jesus. So you discard three cards, and once you do that, you get plus three to your batter's on base, plus three to your batter's clutch, plus three to the swing, and you change any double to a triple. And if you have, if you have, if your card has any three of the offense icons, you do not have to discard the three cards. That card is insane. It's obviously an ultra rare, so you can only have one of them in your deck. The thing that stands out the most for me is you don't have to play it in a clutch situation. Yes, that was the first thing that caught my eye. You can play it anytime. It's AS Icon 2? It's basically every offensive icon, isn't it? Yeah. The only downside, though, is because it's a plus three is the on-base clutch and swing, you can't really uh, pair it up with another card. The, the card as is is kind of the max you're going to get out of it, if that makes sense. Yeah, but I mean, what, what more do you <laughs> want to add to this? <laughs> That's and insane. So, I mean, if you put slap that on Ted Williams, right? So Ted Williams now, you don't have to discard three cards because he has three icons. And for one card, one at bat, he becomes 19 on base. He has three clutch. And he has plus three to a swing. So on his chart, he's auto safe. And (laughs) plus three. So his homer number is effectively 16. And he has a 19 on base. (laughs) Well, okay. Do you want to, things are going about to get really wild. This, this card's very exciting. So I was interested to see just like how useful this card is. There are 12, oh, sorry, it's, yeah, there are 12 players. Wait, no, I think I did this wrong. I think there's even more players you I can th- use. I believe this there's 14. Oh my gosh. 
Yes. Yes, there are 14 cards you can use this with. All of them, except for Ricky Henderson and Ozzy Smith, double at 16 or 17. And there's some at reasonable prices, too. I believe there's a couple guys in the 500 salary range, too. Yeah, so the cheapest you could get is Yelich, who is 530. And then Ernie Banks, Henderson, most expensive is obviously Mickey Mantle and Ted Williams. But, oh, my gosh, this is, this card is ridiculous. I will say this, though. This card may have just ended cold-blooded. That is true. So you just mentioned Yelich, who is the cheapest option. With playing this card on Yelich, again, you wouldn't have to discard three cards. His on-base becomes 16. His clutch becomes positive two, and he gets plus three to the swing. So his homer number drops to 17. His double number drops to 14. Single drops to seven. And his out number drops to one. So if you roll a two or higher, he's safe on his chart. Play this with ribeye steak. Yeah, there you go. Oh and my gosh. You would get you could potentially get minus 1 to the swing and a the and the power die. That's wild. That is that is a wild card. Or even like oppo power would be another one. Get you the power yeah. die. The literally the only thing this card is missing is a power die. Yeah. Although I am interested to see how people utilize that plus three to the batter's clutch. Because on its own, it's kind of just an ability that's there. Yeah, exactly. But, like, that's the worst part of the card. (laughs) Yeah. So, is is this an automatic deck? Uh, Are you automatically decking this card? uh, Or or would you you have to? My initial reaction is yes. But the the more I think about it, it's like, do I really want a card that I discard three cards unless I have one of those 14 players? So, yeah, I think if you have one of those 14 players, it's absolutely a must deck. But maybe mm-hmm. not if you don't have one of those 14 players. I still like it a lot, if only for the plus three to your on base, plus three to the swing, and the option, and the fact that you still have an option to add a power die. Yeah. And I feel like it's a good kind of Hail Mary option, right? Like, Cold-Blooded is kind of in that same vein of you generally might only have one or two guys where Cold-Blooded is really, like, an awesome, awesome card. But in general, you're going to deck it anyways just because you don't have to discard. You get the power die and you get to add to the on-base. So I feel like this might be in that same thing of, like, you deck it. And if you get in a spot where you have three cards where you're like, okay, yeah, I would discard this. I mean, that's insane. That makes, you know, that makes a 10 on base guy, a 13 on base guy, right? Yeah, that it's, it's phenomenal. Just, I have no more words. It's phenomenal. (laughs) All right. So we talked about that one. So now I'm going to send you the next one. I'm scared that it can only get, it get better. Defend the throne. So the first one was um, the offense card, and now of course we have to have a defensive card to counter it. Uh, yeah, it's ba- yeah, basically the the defensive, defensive, basically same defensive version. Discard three cards, plus three to the command, plus three to the clutch, minus three to the swing. Don't discard if it has one of the three icons. Um, has three or more icons. Three or more. Yes. Excuse me. Um, Can you change any homer to a triple? 
honestly, on first look, I can tell you already that this is not as useful as the other one, yeah. simply because it's so hard to find pictures with three icons. Bingo. But yeah, I absolutely would deck that. <laughs> yeah, because although the cheapest the cheapest picture you can get is Nolan Ryan at 500, who, if you've never seen the Nolan Ryan card, he's it, polarizing. And then yeah, outside of that, everyone else is more than 600 points. So I don't know about this one. Yeah, I think this one might be a little harder. I I don't think this one is a deckable unless you have a pitcher with three cards. And it, and, and it gets even weirder because change any homer to a triple, you know, like what, what, how, how, with this, the home runs, sorry, I'm, I'm going to try that completely again. You can cut out that completely. <laughs> My thing is with the home runs being down in 2019, what player are you playing against the playing this against that with the minus three to the swing is still going to hit a home run? Oh, that's true. Like it, you, this person I mean, would need a 17 plus homer. Well, they would, the other, the other, the batter would have to throw down a, a power die card, right? Yeah. Cause yeah. Mantles mantles the highest with 18 plus mantle and like Gallo. I mean, yeah, it could be a case of a stadium with a player gets them down to 17 so they can naturally. So that is a good point. Yeah. That's, that's, that's still, so it's, it's a very conditional card. Much, yeah. It's much more conditional than hail to the king. Yep. Yeah. Hail to the king that this double to a triple is nice because then that potentially gets you automatically scores another run for you. Yeah. I think you're right. So those are, those are the six cards that are coming in the set and the blog post is going to come out in the next couple days. This is your sneak peek exclusive. I talked to my sources, got some of the info, and uh, so you heard it here first. So that's a perk of listening to the podcast. And I am just going to briefly turn this into an advertisement slash give you more details. So previous LE packs, you would buy it and you would get the entire set of cards. This set, they're trying something a little different. So this this time you have three options. You have you can purchase the Defend the Throne pack, which is the two pitchers and Defend the Throne strat card for thirteen ninety nine, or you can get the Hail to the King pack, which is Ted and Mickey and the Hail to the King strat card for thirteen ninety nine, or you can get the Triple Crown set, where it's the Defend the Throne pack, Hail to the King pack. And as an added bonus, you get a Frank Robinson manager card strat as well, which is cool because then you can use both the Frank Robinson strat card and the player card. And for that, to get all six cards, it's $24.99. Now, like the other LE card sets, there are variants as well. So there's a 1 in 33 baseball royalty variant with a cool, it's got like a purple theme to it. And there's a one of three nickname variant with the royal theme. So it's the same like royal, the purple purple and gold color. The nicknames are Splendid Splinter for Ted Williams, Commerce Comet for Mickey Mantle, Dr. K for Dwight Gooden, and Bonus Baby for Sandy Koufax. All right, Navarre, thank you for joining me on the 
this emergency importance podcast. And uh, I look forward to meeting you in the Polar Power League coming up in a couple of weeks. Yeah, rosters are due in 10 days, and I believe we have the first game of the season in Tampa Bay. Ooh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to get weird. It's going to be weird and wild in Tampa. All right, you know the place to get all your exclusive clutch news right here on the Unofficial Clutch Podcast. Thanks for listening. <laughs>